welcome back to Blowing Scampound. The podcast where you get to listen to black people from Scotland. <laughs> That's actually quite a rare thing, eh? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful episode of the podcast. If you are new here, um, I'm Susie, your host. And Shirley, your other host. That's right. Um, so actually, today I wanted to ask you a really interesting question, Shirley. Well, I hope it's an interesting question. Yeah. Okay. Have you Ready? seen? I think it, maybe this started out on Twitter, but it's basically about wearing a bonnet to work. Do you? Would you wear a bonnet to work? You know, you're sleeping on. <laughs> no. No. You know how in this uh, coronavirus no. we're all doing more Zoom calls? And okay, I'd, I'd you, wear, you wear a bonnet to a Zoom call. You would? I would definitely wear a bonnet to a Zoom call. On camera? On camera. Like, I'd stick the baby bonnet. hairs down in that, but probably. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. What, what are you classifying as a bonnet? You know, like the nice, like, silky ones or like the, you know, them the ones. One, them the ones. The silky ones yeah. with the elastic bands. yeah. Like push it back Not a like bit. A durag. Stick Not the a durag. I'd probably still wear a durag to a meeting and just say like a meeting. Yeah, probs. Not gonna lie. Really? Probs. Nah. Because for me, I don't see like it's the same way as like wearing like a like a not not a very decorative headscarf, but like a headscarf nonetheless, and just putting a pair of earrings on and saying I look presentable. It's not that deep. Okay. I mean, if you put on earrings, obviously yeah. that's gonna jazz it up. But yeah. would you not feel uncomfortable? I would feel uncomfortable without earrings. With earrings, I like with without earrings, I definitely would be questioning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm wondering about that actually. But yeah, no, I feel like I couldn't wear a sleeping bonnet to a Zoom call. Period. No, I don't think I could. So what? You'd have to just wig could... it every time. No. Oh hell no. Um... <laughs> I'd have to wear like you were saying, like the the fan, not the fancy, but just a nice uh, a nice scarf tied, you know, like when you do the twists and make it like a circle at the front of your head, like you know when you do the knots. Yeah, yeah. So that I would probably wear it like that, but I don't think I could do a, a sleeping bonnet because I, I would just feel uncomfortable. I would just feel like I'm like, does it not feel like pajamas? It see when you put it like that. But then, Aish, anything feels like pyjamas when you look like pyjamas. <laughs> okay, what about um, meetings? Would you get fully dressed up or would you just do the top bit? For a Zoom meeting? Yeah. My G, you're, like, you're literally lucky if I would like... Would you get dressed? Would you get dressed up? Mm, well, mm, I'm just trying nah. to figure out. You'd be you lucky to wear a bra, like no. <laughs> what if it's like a, no. it's a video call and like you can see your whole chest okay like if it's a video call you can see my whole chest like i put it like so far so as you cannot see like the actual breasticle area uh-huh so i leave it there and i put like a shirt on or a jumper or something and then like underneath i probably just have gym jam trousers fair if they ask me if they ask me like oh like are you in jail of course i am i'm in this meeting no. in bed no don't get all the way I'm so, i am in this meeting in bed what do you expect do you know what i'm wondering about you remember when rachel green and friends when she had that um the night the night dress oh the lingerie. it wasn't even a night dress it was the lingerie it was and she like wears it and thinks it's 
did she think the whole time? No, she didn't. Actually, she was trying to convince everybody it was like a Chanel mm-hmm. uh, evening dress. <laughs> but it was like that silky <laughs> night thingy. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like literally negligee. <laughs> like, did you not feel like you were trying to do that? If you, I don't know, I don't know. I just like so. I saw that whole conversation just going on, and I just was thinking. I don't think I could because it would just feel yeah. like I was in my pajamas the whole time. Also, yeah. Loki waiting for someone to be like, "Are you in a bonnet?" You know? Yes. What What would you do if somebody said, "Are you actually wearing a bonnet?" Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> yes, I'm nah. very sorry. I couldn't find the comb to uh, brush my edges. Nah, I'd legit say yeah. Like this is like I'm sorry. But my hair is currently covered, and that's also, how it's what do you use, What do you use for your edges, by the way, to it, brush them? Like not to slick them down, but what do you use to brush them? Because I've got mm, got a theory. A toothbrush. When you wake up in the morning, a toothbrush. Toothbrush. Yeah, the same toothbrush I use to lay my edges. I use to comb my edges. Like when I wake oh, up, just to like gentle. at least not look like a yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's always the edges that get you. Yeah, or like for me right now, because of the length of my hair, I'm getting major bedhead and it's just killing me. I wake up every oh. single morning of a freaking mohawk. What's the update? What's the update? Are we dying again? Are we? Have we given up? Are we now growing it finally? Well, I'm actually just going to grow it out. I've decided that. I'm going to do braids at some point when life mm-hmm. gives me a break to do braids. I'll do braids. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just oh my god, no. I'm I'm tired. Like I want to get to that exciting point where it's like, oh my god, look at my growth. Yeah. There is no growth currently. <laughs> like there is growth, you can tell obviously it's growing a fair amount, but it's not but like growth. Yeah, and it's nippy because it's like that really awkward length where I just look like a mini microphone. Like ugh, mm-hmm. it's just stressing me. <laughs> it's really stressing me. Like every time I brush it, I look like freaking Samuel L. Jackson and blooming. I love it. And what's this, what's that movie again? Pulp Fiction. Like it actually oh, really stresses yeah. me. It stresses me out so much. <laughs> so stressed. Yeah. Well, I'm stressed out right now because I'm still trying to figure out whether I'm trying to s curl my hair or not. Mm. Uh, I started this process um, probably in summertime last year, but like literally, I'm sitting here. And I can't bring myself to do it again because uh, I use like normal strength and it did nothing. But now I'm afraid if oh. I use actual strength, um, you know, super strong for my hair type, it's just going to melt it. So I don't know how much nah. I need to commit to it. Listen, your hair won't melt. And I'm probably giving you like the advice that people are like, no, Shirley, don't tell her. Listen, your hair won't melt. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Reversible though. Like, just do it. Come on. Okay. What have you got to lose the size from your hair? (laughs) (laughs) When you put it like that. Yeah, I do have nothing to lose. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Actually, so what have you been up to this week? Dear Lord, nothing. Like, in a couple of months, I'm a graduate. So that means I have no life until I'm a graduate. Exciting. (laughs) I literally have no physical life until I'm a graduate, so... Gosh, and an amazing world you're all walking into as well after you graduate. There's just so much opportunity going on. That's a myth. Um, you know, that is such a myth. All the industries are absolutely alive right now. such a myth. I've <laughs> wasted four years of my life. Don't even at me. Myth. Oh, oh well. Absolute myth. It's ridiculous. But hey, like, do you know what? I'm just, what? what? 
Sorry, I was trying to put my glass of water down and I missed. I missed. Basically, I missed. Did I feel you had like a freaking bell? I was like, what? Is dinner ready? No. <laughs> no, I just, I missed. I missed the table. So I just clinged onto something. Dang. Oh, that's annoying. Oh, okay. So you know what I've been pondering about this week? What have you been pondering about? I hate the fact that Facebook um, has got a laughing emoji. You're going to need to talk me through this. And to a lesser extent, the angry face emoji. I wish they would just go back to having just a simple like. Because basically, right, <laughs> ever since <laughs> ever since Facebook introduced the like button, I feel like people are just more sarcastic online. And <laughs> it just it just makes reading news articles annoying for me. It really does because you can see something really serious has happened, like in the news or something like that. And there's always that one person who clicks on like the laugh emoji. And I'm just like the whole time, like the whole article is like ruined for me because now I have to start thinking about who this heartless person is that like laughing about <laughs> something that's something bad that's really happened. Yeah, no, it's actually true. It's just like the way that people on the internet troll each other and fight each other is through like that laugh emoji. Um, I don't know about you, but you know when um, Trump was in power and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever there was an article about either Biden or just anybody on the from the, from the Democrat side, mm-hmm. whenever they would say something or whatever, they, like all the freaking trolls would all just like gang on and like do laugh emoji and all that stuff and just completely undermine the whole thing. Oh. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but I just feel like laugh emoji needs to go it's like what is like do people even use it to laugh up about things i don't think yeah nobody really uses it it's a very very like i'm actually just looking at it right now it's a very it's very exciting it's so patronizing it's like ha 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 it looks like it's doing that but yeah no I okay, get it. I mean, listen, I mean, I'm, I'm on Facebook right this second. Here's a classic example. Mm-hmm. The news says, mom warns of hidden ice danger after five-year-old daughter injured while sledging. Now, usually you'd have a bit of sympathy over there because, like, that's that's true. That's really sad. Like, but then there's the people who've laughed about this. So what, <laughs> what has this added to the discussion? What has the laugh emoji added to this discussion? Except now I'm mad about people laughing about this poor five year old who's like scraped her face off the side of a head. (laughs) No, no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Seriously, just pick an emoji. I'm not laughing at the child that's fallen and scraped her face. I'm laughing at Susie's outrage. (laughs) No, but to be fair with you, it is quite, it is. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Like, we don't need people to express that amount of emotion over a single status. I think like, it should just be a like or a love and just keep it moving. But then there's also a care and then there's an angry. And but like, I feel like some of those I are interesting. I don't need those. You know? I mean, like, do I really need to show that I care about this? Like, do I really what is, what is this adding to someone's life? It's just like anytime you introduce any of these emojis and expressions and whatever, you just leave them open to manipulation and manipulating the way other people consume media and news. True. Because you might um, have like some kind of article that um, 
is like trying to convince you of something but because you've seen loads of people like love 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 normally you would have said oh i don't believe in this thing but because you've seen that like big red love heart and whatever you're like oh i need to look at it again and oh actually maybe i do believe in this thing now because your mind is like swayed in that way because it's so visual yeah it's a massive rant but it's been building up for ages. It's why I don't actually go on Facebook anymore. It's literally the laugh emoji and yeah. the angry face emoji. I hate the angry face emoji. Um, actually, back to the laughing face emoji. Here's another example. Sorry, sorry, everybody. I'm so, so sorry. This is like a big rant. But see, whenever it's like stories about black people and like all that stuff, I never see a love, a care, or like a sad emoji when something sad happens. I mm. always see like, laughter and anger and like how dare they kind of like rhetoric so like i genuinely think they should need to get rid of like those buttons because they're not doing anything good to be honest with you you do make a very very fair argument you do i just never thought about it before like yeah but now that i'm there i'm like it does make sense it mm-hmm. does it's gonna ruin facebook for you like once you once you start seeing it and just taking it in it's just like what's the point of these emojis we were all fine before the introduction of these emojis so we'll be fine we were so fine before the introduction of many things Susie Mm -hmm. too fine too 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 fine like for instance Instagram upgrades are stressful girl I'm so can somebody explain what's going on with Instagram because I'm pretty sure it's something to do with Brexit it has to be wait what really have you been able to share? You know, sharing has changed. Oh, freaking reels, man. Like, trying to share reels is insane. I can't even share certain stories and stuff to the group chat. Do you know how hard it is to share memes without the share button? Oh, no, listen. Mm, yeah, no, that share button. It's coming and going. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I am not screen recording videos for people. <laughs> just see what i mean it's funny like if you don't see it that's an l on you that's the problem yeah it's when you have to go and copy the url that's what's killing me right now i just stopped i stopped i started sending them by text (laughs) like imagine (laughs) going out of instagram to send an instagram via text so that you can go back to instagram old school life <laughs> well, genuinely, because I, I think I've not I've not managed to share a meme with like group chats for a solid month, and it's been killing me. Because I don't want to I don't want to go back to taking screenshots of memes. Like, what life is that? True, but to be fair with you, you know you can actually you can share, but you have to search it. Like you know when you press the send button and then you go on search and then you actually have to physically search the group because if you don't search the group then you probably won't find the group. Like for some reason, see, oh, it's annoying because when you send, when I send things to the group chat all the time, I expect the group chat to be up at the top. Nope, it's not there. Mm-hmm. Instagram. That's what I'm saying. Is it Brexit? <laughs> we need to have a conversation. Except you're ruining our ability to share memes. Come on now. Come on. What is life about sharing memes now? Can you even make friends without sharing memes these days? No. No, actually, how are people making new friends now? By sharing memes. No, seriously, where are people making friends these days? Because you can't go outside and just bump into someone, like at a house party or something like that. So how are people... How are people making friends? That is so true. And do you know what? That question also has me leading to questioning as well. 
why Bumble and Tinder and them law are heavily advertising to be like find love and lockdown. That only mm-hmm. makes you want to go and freaking find people. And like, if you download Bumble and you start speaking to someone, what's stopping you from being like, yeah, I want to meet them? Yeah, that's a very good question. But I feel because... like people were all meeting on the internet these days. Like, well, see, I, I I see that a lot of the these companies are sort of saying that um people are doing virtual meetups and whatever but i sincerely doubt that like i genuinely doubt that can you imagine um you're like dating and you literally you are you really gonna do a virtual are you really gonna do a virtual date let us go on a virtual date let's go to the park or something like that literally well you're allowed to meet one person from one household so what's stopping you (laughs) i just find that a bit mad yeah Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I just got uh, I, a text message that I had to read. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like over the last what? bit, I've been getting loads and loads of text messages that are just spam. Oh, everybody has, apart from me, I though. It seems like it's increased, though. I'm on the TPS, darling. You're on the what now? The TPS, darling. I've already forgotten what TPS stands for. What was it? <laughs> I'm on the telephone preference service. Um, you can't call me. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you actually remember that? I'm so um, oh, I remember. I'm so yes, I'm because so we've both done call center gigs. Yes, yeah. yes, Jesus yes, Christ. Yes. I used to love it when I used to work for that one, that outbound yeah. call center. Um, <laughs> and that one. <laughs> I, used to, I used to love it when nobody would answer the phone. Oh, my God. You actually, like, obviously, like, we had targets in that, but it would actually bring me joy. Yo. Mm-hmm. It would bring me joy. Oh, you don't want to answer? That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Hi, would you like to take part in a survey? No. Okay. okay. Have a good night. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> so simple. You see those people where you'd be like, oh, would you like to take part in a survey? And they're like, no. You're like, okay, but they still keep going. I was like, my yeah. G. I was trying to save both you and I. But yeah. here you, you are. Know what I realized that was really sad, actually. Like the people that always had time were always like the older people. Yeah. And- Oh, they were lonely and that was like the time that they got to speak to someone and it was just sad i enjoyed those conversations though mm-hmm. i enjoyed this conversation i remember though i had this one lovely lovely not the phone 40 call. minute surveys please not the 40 minute surveys you know i was always on those for some reason they just no, decided to them. stick me on those ones but this one time i literally had a guy done the entire survey and it was a long one this one i think like 25 30 minutes long mm-hmm. end of the day literally over past my shift we get like mm-hmm. <clears throat> so nine o'clock Sorry, it was actually five to nine. Call, mm-hmm. obviously, he picks up. I'm like, oh, great. Let's just do it anyway. <laughs> we can, like, freaking bash it out, get it over and done yeah. as soon as possible. And it, the call ended up being absolutely amazing. We're going, we're going. Until we get to the end. And then mm-hmm. I ask him, sir, like, like, what would you, you know, consider yourself as, like, black, white, or whatever. Mm-hmm. My two times around says, do I sound black or Asian? I was like, okay, oh, we killed no. it. You've ruined no. it. You're, ru- you're ruining no. it. You're ruining no. it. You're ruining I it. it. I hate it. I you're hate ruining it, so it. You're ruining it. Oh my God, no. You're ruining it. Well, sir, it's whatever you think. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't necessarily sound black, but tell here me. we are, sir. Like, you honestly. Tell me what you are. I'm not going to guess this. <laughs> Let <laughs> me guess what you are. Oh, like i'm oh done God. like honestly just freaking done. Obviously, anybody who's still working in a call center to be fair because it must be like it must be solid right now it like actually be solid there are times where i think about going back and then i'm like <laughs> it was good though. the banter is always good in a call center the banter was always good but always i actually miss the people that worked there though they were lit 
Some of them are bams, but some of them are lit. Yeah, definitely. I was um, part of the old ladies crew. They're no, the best. What? The old ladies crew. What's that? Oh my god! It was just like me and these like fifty something year old women. One of them was also called Shirley at the same time. It was oh, funny. I love it. <laughs> I, love it. I love it already. We used to literally like just have our coffees and then like go for like our synchronized like toilet breaks and synchronized flag <laughs> breaks. Everything like it was amazing. That's a good. It's always good company when you hang out with like the older people. To be fair, yeah, they were funny. They've got all the good stories. They've had. The, they've lived the life. Do you they've know what I mean? Like, just when you think that you've done something embarrassing this weekend, they'll tell you what they done a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah <laughs> basically. Um. Actually, I'm just wondering. Mm, did you hear about the people? Um. <sighs> Covid has brought on a lot of interesting things. But oh no! Basically, this family, or I guess a bunch no. of people, decided to have a house party or something like that. So I had loads and loads of people in it, and then it got busted up by the police. And when the police asked them, "What are you doing, having a party in Covid?" Well, they said, "Um, uh, we didn't know that." Um, there was a pandemic. <laughs> we don't watch TV. Like we don't watch the news like that. <laughs> so I have a question. Yeah, I want to think of a universe where that's possible. Like I just want, I just want to know mm-hmm. how it would be possible. Like first of all, you can't have a TV. Mm-hmm. You can't have a radio. Mm-hmm. Which is already well, like it's not yeah. a situation. Okay, so nobody has a radio anymore. I'm 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 gonna go on a limb. I'm presuming that you for someone who doesn't have a TV, radio, yeah, apart from in the car. I mean, so they don't drive. They also don't drive. They, they also do not, not drive. Well, how do they go to the shops to get all the supplies? They walk. Hmm. Um, they must, they must not have <laughs> smartphones nor social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that means oh. they're walking around in burners. They must really have selective vision in the shops. I wonder if they were outside the shops, like a Tesco, just like, wonder why all these people are queuing. Do you know what? Okay, so there we are. There we are. So now when they see posters outside, Mm -hmm. maybe they were blind. Do you think they were trying to claim a twenty-eight days later or like a zombie film? Like you know, I have no idea. When they wake up into like a global pandemic has happened, I have no idea because I'm sitting here trying to come up with excuses for them, but it just ain't working. Yeah, I can't either because it's all scuppered the second you start thinking about uh, going to the shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear a mask. Why? Why are people queuing? Doesn't Morrison's have a tannoy system that says, due to the current pandemic, literally, we would like you to you know, social distancing? Most shops do that. Do they have headphones in the whole time? Like, what's going on? It, then what about the posters and all the labels and stuff walking down the aisles, the stickers on the floors? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think they must be, like, blind and deaf. Selectively. Selectively, honestly. Selectively blind, deaf, and don't own a phone that is... Like you know, a smartphone. Uh-oh. They're they're on burners. Nokia um, thirty three ten. Yeah, yeah. Can't do multimedia messages. Nah, can't do multimedia messages. You know, there's not even a radio. There's no TV. There's not a radio. Must be living underground. Must be, because otherwise you'd see it out your window. What did they think was happening when the people were clapping for the NHS? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Well, every Thursday night it was a party on their street. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, now there's even, there's even now the new rule that you can't have, well, not that you can't have 15 people in a party, but that you 
you will be what you go to jail or a, a fine. Yeah, yeah. I think like eight hundred, eight thousand. What's the fine? How what? The fine? I thought um, it was two hundred pounds. No, I think um, there was a fine for having fifteen people or more. Damn. Yeah, I'll have a look and figure out what it is, but I think it's like something like a thousand pounds, maybe. Um, maybe it's a thousand pounds. Yeah, I don't know. This this uh this third lockdown is something. Eight hundred pound fine. There we go. Okay. Eight hundred pound fine something. for people who break lockdown rules. Um, for you know, for gatherings where more than fifteen people are present. I think Jesus. that's a bit crazy because like. Won't that make people think? Although then okay, I, can just have I can have a party people. with less people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, just don't have any parties, guys, because it's not worth it. It's really not, yo. It's really not worth it. It's not. Um, speaking of parties, um, have you been on Clubhouse? I have. But to be fair with you, do you know what it is? See with these mass discussions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my problem. I just like talking way too bloody much. Like mm-hmm. these mass discussions and I can't input anything and I'm just there listening to all these people go on. I'm like, are y'all serious? I have heard so much um, on Clubhouse. <laughs> but what I've taken away from it is that literally anyone and everybody has an opinion and they will voice it whether they should or shouldn't. True. That's what I've come out of Clubhouse thinking. And just- True. People love to talk in circles. Like, they really love to talk in circles. Uh, also, that Americans love to explain things to the ninth degree. Literally. They really um, do, don't they? Yeah, so I've learned so much on Clubhouse. But at the same time, I'm, I think I'm over it now, actually. That makes, well, we'll see. That makes sense, though. Like, people people, people in their whole, like, business of, like, going over and over and over something over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. That's basically what Clubhouse is. There was one room that I was in that went on for, I don't know, seven, ten hours. Seven, uh-uh. ten hours. Uh-uh. It was long. Uh-uh. It started at 10 a.m. in the morning, and it was still going at, you know, midnight. No. It was just never, never ending. Um, I think it was one of those discussions about um uh, what was it? It was about black women. Um okay. I think it was about black men not protecting black women. Or it devolved into that sort of argument. It was just like a bunch of baseless men like coming onto the stage to be like, Yeah, but that was the whole bit of the argument. Everybody was saying, like, you need to protect black women, you need to advocate for them, and, like, mm-hmm. you need to do everything that you can um, mm-hmm. and all that. And then just, like, every so often there'll be some guy that come on the stage and just be like, yeah, I hear you, but... Yeah, but you're not hearing if you're saying but. Like, literally, some people think that they're rebuts to certain conversations when they aren't. Yeah, that's basically they what it was. That's they what start- Yeah, there are certain things and that like okay, I mean maybe that's just because I'm seeing it from our perspective because people do generally think that they can actually excuse behaviors mm-hmm. like dragging black women. Yeah. Like I mm, and they nah, I think that I think where I've come with those people is like there's no reaching out to them. Yeah. That's okay. what I was getting certainly from the clubhouse clubhouse chats. So there was a guy who was trying to really um get the discussion going and try to get everybody on the same page and we have to let these people say their their bad things in order to hear them out which i completely agree with obviously but you know what? it's just not a conversation i want to be a part of mm-hmm. and i'm okay with that now because i don't really want to be in a space where somebody has to butt you know yeah <laughs> so no it's no. okay it's, it's like right. when you're trying to like discuss so your issues. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you're trying to discuss an issue with like I don't know anyone in some situations. Like, yeah, I understand how you're feeling. 
but but yeah like and yeah. even saying but before they even acknowledge what it is that you've just sat there saying like okay so i've just wasted my entire breath i'm then. so sorry all these terrible things have happened to you but have you thought that it would be your fault it's basically where they're trying to go like when they say but oh my god i feel so like can protect your black women and advocate for them you know don't just yeah just be saying but all the time there's no reason sometimes do you know what this reminds wait, wait, me of actually no well, yeah. <laughs> to be fair but do you know yeah. what this reminds me of it's oh, actually what? kind of like sideline but also not sideline as well i know you don't watch um love island a lot mm-hmm. however last season there were these two particular girls one named lucy and another named Yawandi. Lucy. Oh yeah, I love that you're trying to explain your Monday to me. I'm not. I'm not that in the sand. So you actually know about? Okay, I know who, I no, know like who you can not yeah. blame me for needing to put you on this because my G, you asked me what Bunda was, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> no but like yeah. seriously though like i feel like this whole yawande lucy thing is above me above mm-hmm. me do you know like mm-hmm. see during the show whilst i was watching her she was oh mm, she cried she just mm-hmm. liked to cry and i see lucy yeah she just mm-hmm. loved crying it was like her thing it was like an extracurricular like she literally <laughs> has like a master's on it she really does and i was literally thinking to myself i was like just go and imagine for like two seconds right mm-hmm. one of like a black woman acting that way and like yeah, playing victim playing victim to that extent what? Her i want a master class from certain white people on mm-hmm. how to play victim I want it's called white fragility. I want a masterclass. I want whoever, mm. if anybody wants to come and uh, volunteer, <laughs> just teach I'm me how. Nah, okay with things when I'm the one who's that's doing wrong. Like damn, yeah. man. <laughs> like damn. It's a special talent. It's so it's irritating nice. because, like, even in this workplaces, won't visit us. They're too afraid. They'll, they'll they'll be like, oh no, she's <laughs> crying about us probing her, but we didn't. God. <laughs> here we go again like it would actually help if i could at least probe you first like you're now just crying yeah damn it no but like honestly like it kills me because even when you think about it in workplaces like once i I don't know maybe you've been in the same situation where you've had to sort of act a specific way just to prove that you're competent not even to show that you you know what i mean just the just the basics so you are having to Mm. be this and do all of that Meanwhile, I don't even freaking know. Lucy part two is bloody crying in the freaking toilet and mm-hmm. she's getting like support left, right and center. And mm-hmm. from there, she's the one that's going to then turn around and start saying things. But the moment that you start piping up, she's the one that's on the floor yeah. crying. Saying, see, 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 I told you. I told you. Yeah. Why no. are you being so aggressive? For sure. Like, like honestly. No. It's really crazy. Like the perception of black women, um, what about like okay so the the perception of black women in media like speaking specifically about you know going on reality tv shows and and stuff do you know like when you're one day or or, like any of them like go on um these shows i kind of feel like a little bit bad for them because it's kind of like you know it's not going to be fair yep like this was my issue with love island for so i'm not gonna lie i I love love island but up until last season and mike and whatnot there mm-hmm. was one constant issue is like i used to always ask myself like why do the black girls bother 
Like, why do they actually yeah. bother? Because you I mean, know, they need to be there. They're gonna put a the whole bunch time. of like guys in the house, and they'll put that one like talking black guy who's into <laughs> yeah. and like they'll be like, yeah, these chances of them getting together. And then next no, thing you know, aren't. she's just on no, the freaking aren't. like. Honestly, it stresses the living Christ out of me. I hate that and it's when like, I see only one black woman and like one black man. Like, you know what I mean? And Garden of Eden, yeah, like, they could get together because you know they're black. Never mind, everybody else has got every spectrum of their preferences catered to Mm -hmm. except for the black woman and the black man who have default just each other and i feel like as well like there's so much pressure on like um black people that are going into reality tv Mm -hmm. right now because we're trying to we're at that point where we're trying to erase like not erase per se but we're trying to prove that like black people don't just come in one you know Antonia. Yeah, we're more than that because every single time, like, I watch TV and I see a black person, my heart sinks because I'm mm-hmm. like, see if this ends up being like a Makosi situation or ends up being like another situation where like our own TV series, our we own, do um, reality our own... TV show. Hey, hey, hey! What's stopping people from that? I'm no longer media. Whoever decides, it. whoever decides to stream it, right? <laughs> Either BBC, STV, or whomever. I have to no. be Channel Four. I feel like oh, Channel Four. Channel Four. It would work, for, it would work for black people seriously. However, I can just see it right now. People have been like, "That's it." I like. I've grown up watching Channel Four, and now you want to put on a whole show where I can't relate to people and everybody <laughs> is black and I don't understand when this country is primarily a white country like on it yeah. I'm oh, you know, there's oh different ways to relate to people other than their skin tone do right? you know what I mean yeah um yeah so I think well do you know what? it's really important that you get black people in different types of tv shows and all that stuff and obviously working behind the scenes like either scouting for the people Mm. or just any decision making and i want Um, a different representation of different types of black people can we can we get over this whole like we need one of each gender like it's freaking noah's ark that's what it feels like every time i watch a tv show um like especially reality tv shows and there's like one black woman one (laughs) black man one mixed race (laughs) One Asian, yeah. <laughs> like one Asian man, one Asian woman. Okay, we're done. Yeah, and the rest like, of the cast is white. Are you yeah, are, are we? She's from Norway. Yeah, are you serious? Are you genuinely serious right now? This is the extent of your diversity on your shows, girl. But like, honestly, yeah. I feel like the other biggest issue as well is getting more than just one type of black person on a show i am sorry but i hate like no it sounds really really so it sounds really really bad saying it but i'm just gonna say i hate watching tv and then a black person goes on tv and they're just like the loud obnoxious talking about twerking you know Mm. like that like that they love a stereotype because honestly, that's where people that's where people are getting the fact that we look like this from. Like this is what people mm-hmm. are constantly saying, but for some reason you're still watching they want TV. The stereotype. That's it. Like, I just, just don't understand why people they don't want, want the new yeah. ones. They don't want and the there's nothing wrong with the person who like loves twerking and doing that. That's you and that's Yeah. But when, don't, when it's just one stereotype for that. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's like it's a situation now where I'm a different person, but because people in this country or in some places have only seen black people and actually like interacted with black people through the television, you meet them and they expect you to be this loud out there. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm loud. However, mm. like, I'm not just going to twerk That's on national, right. like, I'm not going to twerk on national TV. Like, I'm not going to freaking, you know, be out here being 
I don't know. For charity? Uh, no. <laughs> no. It... <laughs> would you not do it for charity? I would not twerk for charity. Would you not twerk for charity? No, I wouldn't. Why not? Well, yeah, Susie. It's going to a good cause. No. The, like money funds raised go to a good cause. Would you not? Would you? And then? That's, I think maybe that's the only time that I would work on national television is to for a very, very good cause. No, I refuse. I'm not for twerking. Very, very good I cause. will never twerk on national TV. Good cause. Like, we're keeping this episode and we're going to remember the statement. I will <laughs> never twerk on national TV. I, say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I never say that. Fast forward six years later, surely. You know how like people love to say, would you do it for a million pounds? First of all, not in this economy. A million pounds is doing nothing. Um, <laughs> would you do it for a billion pounds? Uh, yeah, I thought so. Oh, okay, fine. For a billion pounds, I can do it and I can hire somebody to scrub it off the internet. Thank you. <laughs> that is mm, true, 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 true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll do it for a billion pounds to get it scrubbed off the pounds. internet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's listening, if you've got the means, a billion pounds. Shirley will talk on national television. For a Jesus billion Christ. pounds, but not for charity, apparently. Mum, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know our parents stop listening after the no, first No, listen. <laughs> they said, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so scared that one day she's going to listen to an episode without me knowing. Yeah, basically. Jeez, so. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I live for the day that my friends will listen back to the episodes and be like, why? Was that me? Was that me you were talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Damn. fine. They're not going to listen anytime soon. Yeah. No. Yeah. Actually, my friends do listen to the pod. It's actually good. No. Oh. Actually, no, they don't. I would prefer if they didn't tell me if they listened to the episodes. Yeah, that's. I'm trying to figure out if they maybe do or if it's just one of those situations. You know when you like listen to the first five minutes to say you listen to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrub a little bit in. I literally, I do that. I don't, I can't listen to the episodes after we've recorded them. It just sounds odd. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and listen to myself full time. Like, and I'm like laughing at myself. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're on the bus. What are you listening to? Oh, this podcast. What? Which one? Black Scott Pod? Shirley, this is you. Yep. Yep. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> I like super duper love that. Like genuinely. Um, yeah. So what was I going to say? I had a topic that I wanted to bring it to the table. The Black Scott pod table today. Ooh. That was black Ooh. friendships. Black friendships, Shirley. Yes. What's yeah. your story? Like, mm. what's your story with black friendships? Hmm. That that size sounded like it was actually worse than it is. I don't have a bad story with black friendships. I feel like at the beginning, black friendships were extremely hard, as mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, because for the longest time, it, like we say this every episode, for the longest time, it was just us. Mm-hmm. And I decided to venture out very early on when I was younger. I started hanging out with um, guys mm-hmm. like more black guys and one black friend and it's just because of the group that we were in at the time yeah and with them it wasn't the same because we weren't oh, like it wasn't a friendship like that like that yet Do you know what I mean it was mm-hmm. just like we mucked about so I never really got it then it's not up until maybe I was like 18 or so mm-hmm. that like I got my first true black friend mm-hmm. and I was like this is different yeah like there's a certain settledness to it 
Yeah, like it's so it's almost peaceful at the same time, actually. Like these yeah. these are these are different, like obviously don't get me wrong to any of like my white friends or anything like that. You know, guys, I love you. Day ones and all that. Mm. However, <laughs> a certain difference. It's yeah. like it goes, I don't know what it is about me, but it kind of it transcends friendship really quickly. Like it come it almost gets to a point where it's like we are friends, yes, I get it, but there is like another level mm. where it's like mm. not quite I always feel yeah. like in my friendships with black women, well, do you know what? I don't, uh, it sounds really sad when I say it, but I don't think I actually have any male black friends because to be honest, it's like scarcity in this country. Like, True. It's it's difficult. It's incredibly difficult. And I'm past like a certain age and I, and I tend to feel that um, the black men, I think maybe are in more your age category. Like they really are, yeah. In your, in your bracket than they yeah. are in mine. So... It almost sometimes feels like I missed the boat on having like black male friends, but True. now I actually do have some black female friends, and it's amazing. Cause, right? So obviously, the first ever best friend that I ever got was a black girl, um, mm-hmm. and I'm actually still friends with her to this day. Mm-hmm. And this was back home, and so when I moved to this country, I obviously lost that. I lost having um, black friendships, and I took that like so for granted. Um, and I only started to realize this towards the end of high school that actually I've I've not got like a black friend. And this is before you and I had really connected. I've mm-hmm. not got a black friend. All my friends are white um, and I love them and love them dearly. But I always kind of felt like I was like outside looking like I was on the outside looking in on the friendships that I saw between black women. Yeah. Um, and I was always kind of like, oh, man, like, when is it going to be me? <laughs> what am I gonna have like a black friend um but, like what is that even gonna feel like after so long um without having them like will, will we even connect the same <laughs> I used to like think about like mad things like that obviously when I was 18 because I had loads of time <laughs> obviously had a lot of time to think oh lord but yeah and it was difficult it was diff- different and then obviously mm-hmm. when I started hanging out with you I just realized almost from the get-go that things were just easier yeah we would be on the bus or we would be going to town and something would happen and we just got it I didn't immediately have to you. yeah yeah like I also feel like my mind kind of got a little bit more settled because like I I no longer felt like I was on the defensive about certain things that had happened to Mm me mm -hmm. um, or certain things that ways that I had interpreted things I'm I'm saying like the word things a lot but I'm just like thinking about specific experiences Mm -hmm. um you know like in school um when you got bullied and all that kind of stuff and even though sometimes they weren't calling you like outright that because you were black you knew you knew the deep down like some of these things were because you were black yeah of course right yeah um so when i started to have more black female friendships and i said something i didn't even have to go that far into the story for them to say oh yeah me too yeah that relatable yeah yeah just something that's super relatable and it's just like it's so nice to have somebody who instantly gets it or somebody mm-hmm. that you can just kind of go to um and all that but that's not to say that the female friendships or rather the friendships have not been without their ups and their downs 
Oh, they have. Oh, oh, they have. I don't know. How have you found this? Right. Um. <laughs> Susie. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to think of a way to put it. I'm trying to think of a way to put it, like, in a nice way. Um. <laughs> well. Uh-huh. No, okay. So, you know how in London, there is, like, lo- loads and loads and loads of black people. Yeah. But you can choose... You can choose to have friends or you can choose not to be a friend with somebody. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking about over here where we didn't really have that much choice. So if if somebody was coming to you, that's all you got. You feel me? I do feel you, but also at the same time, I, I, I was very much the type of person that like it is easy to gel with people but however just just because we're black does not necessarily mean that we'll get along and you i learned that friendship just because they're black Nah, i learned that very very quickly because although i like to think of myself as a very open person and as a very you know i'm welcome i'm free about stuff like i'm not a very i'm not judging whatsoever kind of form mm-hmm. there are people however who think otherwise and there are people that like themselves within themselves think differently Mm -hmm. from you like your morals and what they do and whatnot are set differently there have been times where i've just been like no Mm -hmm. no no Mm -mm. no yeah nope (laughs) well did you say yeah no like yeah like i physically i just can't like i can't and like oh and it, it sounds quite bad personally from my point because I can just tell from a certain way that people handle themselves and approach mm-hmm. themselves around me. That's like, well, I guess I'm not saying just like all friends. Then mm-hmm. I guess, I guess not just about um, black friendships. I think that's maybe yeah. just about everything. Yeah. 100%. You're approaching me with the wrong energy. Bye. That's literally it. Like I don't, I honestly, you could, you could, Jennifer Lopez could approach me with the wrong energy and I'd still say bye. <laughs> Like, <laughs> wrong energy yeah. is so different. Like, just Some this. you just don't want. Yeah, yeah. yeah in your life, nah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially um, because I'm a very, you... I'm not a confrontational person. I'm mm. not. I'm not at all. So if you come at me with confrontation, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm the type of person that walks away from a fight. Like, <laughs> it says, yeah. I will walk. Meet me outside. <laughs> you won't see me. Here's a controversial question, maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you find that um your black friend's get you a lot more do you think they're more sympathetic to you or just as sympathetic as your white friends Mm, interesting Mm. i think it just depends the situation you know what i actually think that my different friends get different sides of me i think the only friend that i have that gets both sides all sides not just that side and the other side actually two friends would probably be you and like mm-hmm. you know my other friend mm-hmm. yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah no, i agree with that definitely yeah Aww. but like sometimes i do feel like it's a situation where because i'm not gonna lie i have had moments where like i've been around like the mm-hmm. girls and we're all black and we're all there and a random thing would come up and there'd be situations like oh shirley here you go again like come on man yeah yeah, yeah. so like i'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad thing like we're never gonna take away the fact that there's like um we're not all going to be on the same level of like whatever it is that we're on yes. a level of. So if you don't get that level, that's cool. You can just see this level for now. And Charlie, you're speaking yeah. in riddles, boy. 
How am I speaking it? Like, no, I'm just saying, okay, like you've had it before, like when you're chilling with like black friends and like you do yeah. something or say something and all of a sudden you're getting questioned as to like, why are you being so white? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, right, yeah. 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 And like yeah, okay. in most circumstances, That's there's really a joke. I was trying to ask yeah. actually about the differences because like I struggled with being black in the black space because what I used to get, it doesn't happen um, as much now or mm-hmm. at all even really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to be, I used to get, why are you so white? Yeah. And that used to make me feel uncomfortable in the space where I thought I should be comfortable in. Yes. Literally. That is, that is a situation there where, but I feel like it came, we came to learn about it in a hard way. However, mm-hmm. yeah, it was still a bit like, mm. Mm, like just because you didn't get certain cultural references or just because you didn't get or just the way you phrase something or just because of the type of music that you liked and mm-hmm. it would be like oh dude but it's just because it's different that it's we lend up we're yeah. obviously a product of the, our environment which we, is are, small, small, we are 100 percent. because it's like the around. exact same thing as like when i'm hanging out with my white friends and i'll put something on like freaking what's that <laughs> Do you have a code switch? What? I do have a code switch, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a code switch. Do you know what? Do you find, do you find code switch hard when you are um, in the company of both black and white people? So say you're, you're um, either at a house party or you are, um, you're, I don't know, just somewhere where you've got both white people and black people and Asian people, I suppose, as well. Um, and you go out and you're like, do you code switch or are you then your most authentic self because there is too it's too hard to code switch between that many types of people See, and situations in that situation i think it would depend on who i'm at the party with mm-hmm. so if oh, i so yeah you, you would default to who you're with i default to who i'm with i would say okay. just because it's more like it's it's just it's just more comfortable a lot of people will be like you know a lot of people do question um code switching a lot of yeah. people question code switching but it's but like for instance if i'm with you school. yeah if i'm with you i'm going to be my most authentic self like oh, my most authentic self if i'm with certain people then i'm going to be a slightly more because as well i know i can't be myself straight away off the bat with everybody because i'm a lot yeah you have to gauge it for a you second, have yeah. to gauge it so like if if you if i meet certain people at a certain time and you're getting a slightly more caucasian side of shirley then that's what yeah. you're getting because i ain't comfortable with you yet Mm-hmm. Then if you're at a party and you meet a more, like, I don't know, a more loud mm-hmm. down and all that, surely, then I'm comfortable. Like, it's just mm-hmm. the way that it is. Um, so, you know, code switching. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't Big Mouth have an episode on that? They was do. Was it like they a theme throughout the whole thing? Yeah. Also, do you Big code switch? Yes, I'm like the, like, I don't want to be like the queen of code switching. But <laughs> I think I... I don't know. Maybe I only have two switches. Um, mm-hmm. I have. I'm comfortable with you, and I'm not comfortable with you. So you're gonna be at an arm's length. Yeah. So my like, I don't necessarily have a switch for like ethnicity or gender. Mm-hmm. I just have. I either am comfortable with you or I'm not. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I even have a code switch for gender. Like, I honestly like. It's not very deep. Mm-hmm. so that's why i'm trying to figure out why people make it such a thing like to be fair it makes more sense with you though like by saying like with comfort and not comfort because hey ho mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I, I think I used to have one for yeah. black people and white people because I was so insecure about yeah. my blackness uh-huh. that I kind of felt maybe sometimes I needed to go up. But obviously, when you're trying when you're trying to go higher on a specific dial, it might not be you necessarily, and it's just exhausting all the time. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just me in the last couple of years just gotten to the point where I've just decided, you know, <laughs> if you don't like me, then you ain't gonna stand me. <laughs> yeah basically. but yeah no i do but, get yeah. you i, I love one for yeah i like you and this is me 100 <laughs> percent. or and i or i don't know you and so i'm gonna see yeah what parts of me i can introduce true that true that true that yeah it's just yeah it's a funny one it's a very mm-hmm. very funny one it's like an open thing for so many people as well very like, i think Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm lying. I'm just I've just thought actually. Oh, yeah? See when we first came here, uh-huh. I think that was hella cold switch actually. <gasps> See, I was the, I was the I opposite. Been hella cold switch. I was the opposite. I was mm-hmm. the opposite. Because when I first moved here, I only had one type of person, which was white, to get used mm-hmm. to, and thus I just followed step, and that what it is, which meant at home, like. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, at home, I'd speak Sutu and that, but I'd still be the same. Like, it'd mm. still be the same, Shirley. It's not until I'm older that I develop multiple personalities. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, seriously, lowest yeah, of keys. Okay. Like, now okay. that we're talking about this whole code switching thing, I'm like, is it code switching or is it personalities? I don't know. I don't know because you. I don't think any person is ever one person. I don't think so. Like, and I know, like, people, like, talk about building personalities, like, to protect yourself as, like, a mental health issue and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which kind of is. But it's also not. Like, it makes sense to create a protective barrier of yourself. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not making up different handwritings and different accents with different hairstyles see, then now. you would be doing that consciously. Then that's still not. That's, that's still within the realm of you doing that consciously. Whereas, I think, with mental health issues, you... You're probably not aware that yeah, you're doing it. Like so literally. That's that's probably like the, the bit. That's the difference. For you like yeah. it's important, I think, to have different facets of your personality. Yeah. Because you cannot be one person all the time because I... in different situations you require a different solution and that true. might be a different way that you would handle things from your, so from your default. True. Like you've probably. got party Shirley, you've got academic Shirley, yeah. you've party got creative responds different. Like yeah. yeah, I mean, even like if you were, you know, to be stopped by the police, for example, there's certain parts of your aspect certain aspects of your personality that you would not bring forward. Like the police officer is not gonna roll up and I'm gonna be like, yo, what's up, G? Yeah, like, do you know what? I'm gonna be like, hello, officer. Hi there, sir. How are you? One second. <laughs> I need to just get my Facebook live on. Um, <laughs> Sorry, if you could just like give me a second for me to just press record and then we continue this this situation. Okay, we're live. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. What was what you stopped me for something? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Isn't it such a shame that we're literally at our point yeah. in life where like, you know, every single time a police van like drives past me, I'm ready. I'm like, is my phone on? Do I have battery? Like, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think, yeah, I'm not even, I don't even want to go into that conversation because yeah, no. I just, I'm in, a, I'm in an okay place right now um, where and I know if I start thinking about police brutality, I'm going to be sad again. Yeah, actually, so I'm, no, I'm going to choose for this moment to bulldoze through that. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, what were we even talking about? Code switching. Code switching. Yeah, oh, and Code switching. how much I love, 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 love Big Mouth. Oh, Yeah. Um, oh, the yeah. anxiety mosquito, amazing. 
She, yeah. No, I'm sorry. That brings me some PTSD that she brought back some PTSD. Like, I was like, no. I love the depression cat. The depression cat is also correct. Oh my God. The way she just swiftly comes in and she just Mm -hmm. makes you, I, 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 no, that is true. The depression cat is real. Mm hmm. I love it. Okay, so I guess this brings us to our um, final segment, which we usually do. Um, what What did you watch? Now, no, we told I'm ourselves that was the last one. I know we did, but I but just I've love got watching show. things. I've got this show that I'm like, really just like. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> so I've not actually started it. Do you know what I've okay. done instead? Mm-hmm. I've been watching Wings Club, like the original anime. Oh, I'm on episode like, one. Not the animes, but like, you know, the cartoons. Mm. to prepare myself to watch the wings club and apparently okay do you know a thing called zambak nope you, uh, see back home there was a green like lip balm thing that mm-hmm. came in a white and green tub and it was green and it smelled of like um like it smelled quite aromatic not aromatic but like zambak. It, yeah it's zambak z-u-m-b-a-k or something like that Oh, okay, tell me you remember it. this. It was like the same time as like having that that yellow block as well. But anyways, nope. in Wings Club, they actually, <laughs> I don't know whether it's like the ingredient or like the mm. way it's made to make Zambak or if it's actual Zambak, but they use it as a, like a magical healing potion. Oh my God, really? And I'm like, listen, I used to live this, I use this on my lips when it's dry in the winter, please. That's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Like, I'll actually like that so much. Oh, my now, God. I'm going to have to look at it again. We're going to have to find it. Mm-hmm, but I'll have, I'll, have a, I'll have a look and show you as well. But, yeah. You're on episode one? Yes. I just how do you think and feel? How, 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 how so far? How yeah, it's good. So it's, a 15. it's a 15. So, I think they're prepared for us all to be grown-ups now. Those of us who watched The Winx Club. So Okay. It's not like it's like a, a you or something. So, it's definitely, it's for us. Okay, good, 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 good. For us to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. I recently rewatched the um the actual Wings Club when I was about 21. Before oh, this, I rewatched yeah. the Wings Club and Witch. Do you remember Witch? Witch, yes, yeah. I do. I rewatched so, that. There was some other show called Code Lyoko that used to go on um, around about that time. Which one? Code Lyoko. No, I don't know that one. Huh? Oh, they yeah. had like square faces or something. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. That and that, like, um, do you remember Bamzuki? Huh? Am I the only one who remembers Bamzuki? Wait, Bamzuki, mm-hmm. it sounds familiar, but I don't know. Bamzuki, yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, never mind. It was on CBBC, mm, yeah, CBBC. It's Bamzuki, and I tried to make my own Bamzuki bot one time. Just look it up. You Wait, won't. You you love it. Bamzuki as well. No, that's not that's not the fighting robots, is it? Yeah, it was like virtual fighting robots. Oh, dude, I freaking love that. To, you had to download a software and build your own robot. Mm-hmm. And it was like that. Oh yeah, I remember this. And they'd yeah, make like really good. weird robots, and they'd put like attachments on them, like whether they're going to mm-hmm. be fast or like have flamethrowers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a Bamzuki. good show. I was oh, watching really? Bodger and Badger whilst I was on. Ooh. Remember Bodger and Badger? Yes, vaguely. Oh but I was like, yeah. But anyway, um, so I, sorry, I'm like just going straight through you. Sorry. It's fine. I've got some dinner to make. Um, oh. Yeah. Yes. I need so, to go sleep. Um, I've been watching. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if you've heard of the series yet. It's called oh. Star Trek Lower Decks. 
Okay. Uh, Have you heard of it? Yeah, it's on my list. I'm just... Uh, Put it higher on your list. You know what? I'm really sad because right now, like, I'm just really missing the live action. I really am. Like, it's hurting me. Like, not seeing Michael Burnham on my screen every single day feels very, very sad. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, definitely watch Star Trek Lower Deck. It will give you um something to look forward to. Okay, good, good, good. Like, put it higher up on the list. Like, oh, I watched the first episode and I was in. I was hooked. Were you? Yeah, I was hooked. Okay. So it's a comedy, which is a different format now for Star Trek because I don't think I don't think any of us have ever seen a Star Trek comedy like on purpose. It's meant to be funny. All oh, right, um, yeah. Because even the other one wasn't animated. funny. The animated yeah. one wasn't funny. What, what animated one? The first animated Star Trek wasn't funny. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay, that one. Um, yeah, so this one is an animated one, and the people are just so funny um, that are in it. Um, it's just written so, so well. The jokes are definitely for adults. It's not it's not a show for kids. Like, Good. truly, don't put it on expecting it to be about kids. <laughs> no, no. It's not. Um, but yeah, no, I would just, I'm not going to say any more, except the premise is like, you know, after the people make first contact and it's all, ooh, ah, alien civilizations, we've just discovered you and welcome to the Federation. Yeah. Well, in Lower Deck, basically, it's like second contact. So it's like the admin crew. So after the after the planet has had contact made to it, um, the, the second contact crew come in and they're like, okay, cool. What's your, what's the name of your planet? What species live here? You know, what equipment do you need? Like just like the admin stuff of being in the Federation and just like fixing things. And it's just like a mechanical enterprise basically. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's really oh. good. It's hilarious. You'll love it. I'm excited for that. Actually. It's a good concept. I never thought I needed it until I watched it. <laughs> yeah. nah, I'm definitely going to give that a try though. Awesome. I am absolutely up for that. But let me ask quickly: Have you watched American Gods? No, it's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah. Okay, I can't say very much right now, but I am vexed. Very, oh, you very, said very last angry. time you said that it was a disappointing ending. No, okay. The, the The ending was disappointing for the end of season um two. Mm-hmm. Season three started again, and I'm not mad. However, I'm mad at the most important thing, mm-hmm. which is them getting rid of one of the characters. And their reasoning behind that being that, um, so this is a black character, black male character. Okay. I I already thought it was going to be somebody. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you read the books or like, is that, okay. So they got rid of one of the gods who is black. Is it the bald guy? No, 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 no. They got rid of one of the main guys, like a a West African god or something Mm -hmm. like that, basically saying that his character was too angry and they felt (laughs) that um, angry gets shit done was not the right message that they wanted to portray to black people in, um, or black people watching the show. I'm because sorry, were, but like he was they the only. To stop us from like, being angry. Nah, it annoyed me to the highest extent because without within that entire show, considering how much of the cast is actually of color, mm-hmm. they the only one of the cast that I felt like genuinely addressed the issues, and that's the way it was written, and I'm presuming that's the way the book was written also, mm-hmm. was this one one um god, Anansi, who was just angry because he's a god that the slaves brought over. It makes mm-hmm. sense for him to be angry. Yeah, he's so the god that is. Do you know what now? I mean? And <laughs> apparently, the way like they literally, and apparently, the way that they treated the actor as well, like basically not telling him until like last minute. Yeah, oh, God. 
Yeah, and okay, I, well, I, I hear it was a black writer. I'm watch it and I'll come back. You should, because I have a yeah. lot to say about it. Okay, right. Yeah. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, we'll come back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. That was that was a long one. It's been a very long episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. But thank you once more. Yeah. Thank you oh, guys so much. Funny. It's been fantastic. Yes, definitely. We'll please see do you guys come back. next time. Yeah. And if you like this episode or loved it even, please leave us a comment um, on the Insta or even a little cheeky review on Apple Podcasts, Acast, just wherever you listen to the podcast on. It really does mean a whole bunch um, to us. It really does, guys. All right. Have a good one. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. tried finding tickets for any live event lately it's impossible to keep up and prices are crazy that's why you have to check out gold star gold star makes it easy to discover the best in live entertainment in your city with instant access to awesome events and special ticket deals concerts live theater comedy dance food fests immersive experiences you name it Gold Star has access to special deals you won't find anywhere else with savings of 50% or more. Go to goldstar.com and use the code DCPOD to save $10 on your first purchase. That's goldstar.com, code DCPOD to save $10.